This is a Think Live Be production. So, here we are. <laughs> it's been a crazy week. So, uh, it's it's not even halfway through the week. Yep. We're um, recording this the day before it comes out. Yeah, and, and we're missing a person. Uh, Kayla will not be with us today. She's out of commission. She's, she's fired. No, oh my God, that's not a funny <laughs> I'm joke. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Never. That's terrible, Never. terrible. Um, no, she's out of commission though, so we thought we would still... Uh, exchange ideas and yeah talk about seeking the best through uh what we do best which is well i'd like to think anyways um that we are awesome at uh branding and um <laughs> what else are we good at well i mean it's all thought about right well yeah i don't mean we're really awesome at it i just think that for we, we never from the beginning from the very beginning of of the real estate business when it, when that got started there was never uh the option to use like pre-made postcards or pre-made design things that Keller Williams supplies and they're good but because I'm a graphic designer we never really thought that we would go in that direction and, well and don't forget I wasn't with Keller Williams to start and that was one of the reasons that I left that other company right was because I couldn't do anything or I felt like I couldn't do anything to brand myself individually individually right and that's really important to me I mean I went to school for marketing so it's always on my mind and then you know being with you as a designer painter and graphic designer and sound producer extraordinaire (laughs) oh why don't you just tell people what they're listening to and we'll get back into it (laughs) um well, yeah, we're recording our podcast, uh, Seeking the Best, where we seek the best in ourselves as realtors and um, business professionals in the real estate industry. And I'm Catherine Stelgis. And as we said, Kayla's not with us today, but she's our director of operations and is normally here. She'll be back next week. She, oh, yeah. She'll be. She'll absolutely be back next week to chime in Don't with her, worry, people. her insights and thoughts um, <laughs> and crazy ideas, that kid. <laughs> the movie, movie she hasn't seen. <laughs> the movie she hasn't seen or the ones that she has seen. And which are uh, worse. <laughs> it's worse. <laughs> we love you, Kayla. And then, of course, uh, our sound producer, um, sound engineer, producer extraordinaire, <laughs> right. Patrick Fatika. Hello, everybody. But you have always been, I mean, that's what I think makes us a good team in real estate and outside of real estate is that we both enjoy design and we have, I I think we have a good eye for it. (laughs) Aesthetic is always important and we pay attention to those things, whether we're watching TVs or movies or, or commercials or anything else is looking at that aesthetic and what's trending. And, and I, I, I think trying to hold on to those, making, making yourself stand out without being corny is a is a fine line to walk and we see a lot of people go right over that line and stuff but it's a between you and me it's it's an unspoken thing we don't really it's like luckily for us our aesthetic is very similar we both like 
the same things you're very easy to shop for for example for christmas i can know i know i can find a jacket that you'll like because it's a jacket that i like for you and stuff and so so aesthetically because we are we are in the same we have the same sort of eye it makes it also very easy to do the design work for think live be because if i think it's cool and i think it, it that the, that that I that what I put together is going to work then it tends to go in that direction with you I haven't don't really do very many things where it's where you don't come out to the, my office and go oh look at that that's so that's perfect it's so perfect and stuff it's usually you know that where, well and I think it it just has gotten easier over time too because you know, you, yeah, we've we well we've developed a brand, and so you know how to consistently right. stick with it. Right, I think at the beginning, make it better. And and for anybody out there listening, like at the beginning, like we didn't have a brand, like we had a name, right? We had Think Live B. We had that, and that was it. And then it took years of doing so many things, from from postcards to to. Uh, things of of uh you know brochures and and st- stuff that's that you would just kind of hand out to clients that's the things of value i guess is what you would call it well and so let's go back to that time because um i think we disagree on who came up with think live be <laughs> i did <laughs> i did <laughs> but uh and i know i did because i know what it means <laughs> And do you know what it means? I know what it means. <laughs> Kayla doesn't know. Kayla, well, so I know a lot of people ask us what it means. And so I'll just say, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure we actually came up with it together because we were trying. We, we were on our back porch. Yeah. And we were trying where we do much of our business discussions, yeah. just a different back porch at that time many years ago. And we were trying to think of something that sounded good that wasn't just my name. Right. Like we were thinking bigger I wasn't, it wasn't Catherine Stelgis real estate. It was, what is this business that we're building? Right. We wanted to put, put a brand on it instead of it be your name because we knew maybe someday there was going to be more people. And if there's more people and it's easier to stand behind what, what's a, what's a person, right? You hear that all the time in real estate where there's, it's so-and-so's names, real, real estate, so-and-so's name, real estate. It's all that over and over and over again. That we, in our minds, we were like, well, your name is just going to get lost in a sea of other names. Well, and I think there was two, like, I think, I think and then I'm, I may be misremembering things, but I'm like, I never really, it's, I, I'm not the type of person that's like all about me. And so. Well, that's true too, yeah. So I never really even, it never crossed my mind to just make it, you know, Catherine still just property group. Like that just never even crossed my mind. But then I think part of that is also going to school for marketing and doing that and go, learning about business and all that stuff. Right. It, it Again, it just never crossed my mind. We wanted something to be set when somebody heard it or said it. They said, oh, I've heard that before. And I'm really bad with names just in general. Like as a, for people, I, I'll meet somebody and within, I don't know, four seconds, I, I've forgotten their name. That's how I am, and I've. That's why been, he's not actually in the sales side of the business, right? I'm really bad at that. So, <laughs> so in my mind, it was like, well, if you go by your name, then they're just going to, people are just going to forget the name, and if they forget your your first and last name, they're not going to know who you are. But if you can come up with a name that's different, 
that people will remember, then they'll always remember it. Well, and so even and so before then we, we kind of sat down and said, well, what is that going to be? Well, yeah. And so even before we were thinking about growing a team or anything, there was always the idea, though, that, that, that this is a business and businesses have brands and marketing. And that's what we were trying to come up with was something that would stand out from right. the thousands of other agents out there who are just themselves, like just their that one name. Right. And then, so think Live B. And, and also because we knew that, oh, we can come up with it, right? We'll come up with this thing. And then I'm a designer, so I can easily sit and for a few hours and come up with a few different logo ideas and play around with it. And we can build, start to build a brand like immediately. Whereas with what that it's, you always take advantage of wherever your strengths are that other people don't have. That's cool. how you stand out. Yep. And so that's kind of, we knew that we could do that. So it allowed us to sort of start right at the beginning with creating a brand and and no matter what we wanted to design or what we wanted to have we would never ever ever have to pay anybody for anything and it would be a professional high-end design because that's what I do for a living so well and I don't ever take that for granted I no I think. know um <laughs> that we're really lucky but it doesn't stop other people from like think about your business as a business and what do businesses have they have branding. So how do you, how are you going to make yourself stand out from all the other thousands of agents? You need a brand too. And whatever that name is, it should, I, th- I think you have to, like it has to come from somewhere. So like I said, right. <laughs> um, I wanted to, like I, I thought that if I said like, like if you think about something and then you're living in that, like if you think about a community and then you're living in that community, like I want to live here, I'm going to think about buying a home here and then I'm going to buy a home and I'm going to live in the community, then you will become part of the community. So think, live, be. And then I also had this idea, I'm sure it was a joint idea with Patrick and I, um, that we would, you know, say like think and then an area of town. So think, downtown because that's where I wanted to specialize and think Winter Park and that and there was at a time where we had um a website yeah remember Flash <laughs> like where we those websites, websites yeah. with Flash and it it's at think downtown think Winter Park think College Park yeah popped <laughs> up on the screen yeah um and at that time the logo looked completely different than it does now because I think once you have the name then that's the core part of what that is. And then you need a logo to go with the name. Right. That makes sense. And then, but over time, like it can start to look dated and right. just like your headshot can, if you're listening yeah. and you're still using headshot from like 1970, like it's time to upgrade. Yeah. Or um, even, <laughs> even if it was just from, from six years ago, because technology has come so far and the way and style of headshots have changed so much, right? It's like, go spend, everybody knows somebody with a camera, go get headshots that aren't the headshot of you in a blazer in front of a backdrop that were taken, that was taken the day you joined the brokerage. Well, so wait, I would disagree. I would say it depends on what your brand is. Right. I guess unless you're, that's your brand. Right. If that's, so sometimes people have like, I'll see other brands and, um, they they're real like lawyerly professional yes and and their and then their name that goes along with it is also very like very professional sounding and and i don't mean that ours isn't i just mean 
that's the brand is right. like it's no the, nonsense they're ibm <laughs> right and we right. wanted to be a little bit more mac <laughs> right well i want i think we wanted to have the feel of the area that we live and that we wanted to sell right. homes in right and so every picture the logo the name everything came from that feeling right. That I feel like brick um, streets and the little bungalows and a yeah, younger clientele front, and, front porch swings like yeah. all of that came into like what is this going to look like and then obviously the name was the starting point I think yeah yeah and the, and and like you said the logo was something different I think it was at the beginning it was an orange blossom it was that we used and and it's because but there was a reason yeah. Yep. Because a lot of these neighborhoods were old orange groves. Right. And remember what else I did? Well, I remember that we were going to give out we orange did. tree saplings as gifts. We did do stuff. that we for did a do while. We did that for a while. I mean, not everybody got one. And then it had the little <laughs> logo kind of tag on mm-hmm. it and stuff. And it was just a way that, that yeah, so the logo. I just the, saw the that logo the other day Yeah. Um, in like a... Like yeah, maybe we Facebook were, memory or something. Oh, no. Oh, no. We were moving. We're, yeah, we're, we're moving. moving. So we, all the old stuff is starting to pop up from back in the filing cabinets. Yeah. And so that logo was really cute and it still worked with the brand. But as I got like as we it started. Didn't, it didn't say real estate. It like, did, right. People thought I was a yoga. Like a, a right. It said think live be yoga the, studio or said, something. Yeah, it said think live be. And then the logo was of an orange blossom. And there nowhere in there does it say real estate. So you live and you learn and you figure things out. Right. And so we we're like, we're going to have to revamp this logo a little bit. So we thought about it and we were like, OK, well, what we just talked about. Right. We just said about the little uh, cute little houses with the front porch swing on the brick street and blah, 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 and all of those things. So let's create a logo with a bungalow because in this part of town, in this part of the state, those bungalows that were built between 1918 and 1935 are highly sought after. Yeah. And they kind of say everything that there is to say about this area of town when it comes to real estate. It's what people are really looking for is that big front porch and the wood frame house that's got, you know, the, the, the craftsman style windows. And so if you take Think Live B, which could be a yoga <laughs> studio or it could be a, a kombucha flavor <laughs> or brand, but you put the bungalow above it. Right. And at that point, it was property team. Right. Now, all of a sudden, it's the Think Live Be property team with the logo above it. Yes. So, well, so it all starts to come together. Yes. And I think I I would never recommend um, using a house as just your logo. Like, I know a lot of people sort of default to that, or like they'll have like, it can be real clip arty. There's like a, like the roof line above the name. Right. If you're listening and that's your logo, no offense. But that doesn't stand out. Like I'm describing it because I've seen it a million times. Right. The bungalow is a house. And so, but if if people know this area, they get it. And those are the people I'm looking for. Right. The, those are the target consumers. And then for anybody else, it's just a house, but we're, we sell real estate. Right. So it works for the target consumer, which is the most important part. So I think what I have done multiple, multiple times is drawn out like, who is the target consumer? And it's not the person I work with every single time, especially as you grow your business, 
you do more and more referral and word of mouth business and you end up working with people in all parts of towns. And now, you know, you're doing all kinds of stuff if you're doing the referral business right, which is really what you want to do. But again, you're trying to attract new business from a target group. So who is that person? What what do they look like? I, I mean, like, what, where would they shop? Where would they live now? You know, what do they enjoy doing in their spare time? Like, who is that target person that you're looking for? And does what you're putting out there as your your brand attract that person? Yeah, does it reflect that? So not and a good another example of that is our color schemes that we've chosen for the brand and we use throughout the process. And what we'll talk about what we have, what kind of how we started and and where we were. I, we, things are actually in the process of changing again. Where we where, where we keep the logo, but we update certain parts of it as time goes on. But we started with a a a, a very very light uh, green, kind of like a trendy color, Pinterest color, or well, real well, simple color, or one of the, one of those kinds of design blog sorts of colors. This was back, you know, this was a while ago. This it was, was when 12, the 12, when. What? Well, when that was really popular. Right, when that was really popular, right. And it was the leaf and the orange, and we chose really pastel colors because that was trending with design and interior design and homes and all of that. Right. And then once we got rid of the orange blossom as part of the logo and changed to the house, we kept the same colors because they were still on trend. Right. And I like green. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And and we were saying because they're on trend in those Pinterest boards and in that stuff at that time in the design blog, design sponge and all of those different blogs that were kind of popular at that time, that was also appealing to the person that we were trying to appeal to right. right it's like those were the colors that that would catch their eyes and stop and they would stop and look it's like oh that person has the same aesthetic as I do sort of sort of a thing so we stuck with those design trends and then as color trends and 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 graphic design sorts sort of changes so did the logo now we've never changed the house design the logo itself the actual image that has always stayed the same what has changed is the color has now morphed into a a clean, a very clean, almost um, uh, it's a green, but it's like uh, environmental well, conscious and- green, almost like that. Like uh, I would say that that's that it's it's going to be from that. That can sort of, yeah, what? Well, I was going to say I consider it more sophisticated. It is a more sophisticated color. Yeah. yeah. I think that what we had originally, well, and it, it, it changed. It's funny that it changes as I get older too, because, well, you too, like we are, our, our tastes change as well. Become more sophisticated. Yeah. Like I, so. I really liked that pastel green, but now I look at that and I think it's like, that's well, cute for a kid's room. And right, right. <laughs> now I want something that's more jewel tone. And like this one is, it's, it's not jewel tone, but it's definitely a richer green color. Yeah. And what, and what else did we change is we took the font that was more of like a, it used to be like a more of a times font, serif kind of font. And now it's, we we changed it to a script font that is uh, on trend with things that are popular. And in the last six months to eight months, it's starting to evolve into something else, which is much more of a cleaner, 
um, simple font that that you would see that that is also following graphic design trends right now. So we watched that, which because I'm enveloped in graphic design, I can kind of I see those trends when they're happening, and we can kind of tweak the the logo a little bit, but not enough to where it looks like we threw out the old logo and started over. Right, it's those never very slow kind of trends that changes, and you know as you grow your business and you start putting logos on things you can't just start changing logos because then you have to get new stuff printed and we can't no one can afford to do that so it's a slow process of just okay we need new business cards now we'll change the logo on the business cards well and now kind of a thing now the the logo is one component um the font is another component and then every image that we use, like every single picture on the website, anything we put on a direct mail piece, like we're picking specifically images that work with the emotional feeling, I think, yeah. that I want to evoke when you think of living in this lifestyle, like living right. in downtown Orlando and or or throughout Central Florida. Right. Um, and so that it's helpful to have somebody who gets that who's doing a lot of the stuff for you because you know we've had we've we've had situations where we've tried to um you know leverage that marketing part of it yeah hiring somebody who's going to do some of the marketing stuff where i would still be the head designer and 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 uh creative person but having somebody kind of step in and just do the day-to-day little things that need to be done and they don't they, it's too hard to explain. Well, I think it's very, um, it, like you said earlier, it's a fine line. Right. If you know what your brand is and you're really like you stick to it and you're really specific with it, then you can really quickly identify when that's not it. And yeah. even even like the brightness of a photo, like the filter on a photo, mm-hmm. like there there was a time where we saved a filter set. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I created an, an action. Yes. So that whenever there was a photo, they could just apply that action to the photo so that it would filter it and put the the basically the Instagram filter for lack of a better term on it so that so but that those are things that are important is like if you have multiple people updating Instagram or doing different things it's all going to look like this mess like like everything needs to look the same and feel the same to the consumer and no matter what the brand is like you they should be able to get something in the mail and pick it up and know exactly who it's from, even if it doesn't say the name right on the front. Right. So we make sure that when we're designing postcards or we're uh, creating a brochure or sending a letter out or we've got an invitation for a party or whatever it is that that brand, that I've got a um, headline font and I have a paragraph font and I have an alternative font and I have a font that we use when we can only do things like online, like in a website or something like that, uh, where, where you know, not every font that exists you can use in HTML, um, all of those things. And so when we do have a marketing person, it's like those are the fonts that are used. And everybody should be doing that. You should be doing that. Uh, for it, it, You can easily go online and look up um, something that's called a brand book. And look at examples of companies creating a brand book. And you have a series of 
primary colors that you use and then secondary colors and these are the colors that we don't use and these are the fonts that we don't use and these are the fonts that we do use and if you stick with those things and be regimented about it you can start to build a, a brand simply that way that's the easiest way to kind of get started well, and even if it's just you, I think that's a good idea because sometimes yeah, that's what like I mean. you forget the to be consistent. You're busy and you go into like a quick thing like Canva. Like Canva's great for people who don't, you know, have a, a graphic designer. It's, it's, a, it's it's great. You have to but the the downside is the same thing as the downside of giving somebody Photoshop, which is you can do anything on it. But should you like <laughs> well, you, right, can, you, can, you, you have to because you can do anything it, it first of all, it paralyzes a lot of people. Well, yeah. um, but it also it makes it so that you just start playing. And when you, you start just playing and laying things out, that's where things get. You have to give yourself guideposts. I always say to whenever I get a new client uh, to design a logo that the more information they give me and the more boundaries they give me on what I can and can't do, the actual it's actually easier for me. When they say, we don't know what we want, just make something cool. That's the most difficult way. That's the most difficult thing to do. But when they say, we want these colors and we want it to look like, and we want these fonts and we want it to look like this. And th that makes my job a lot easier because I'm, I can, I'm streamlined of what, what I can look at. So the same is true with anybody who wants to, who doesn't know where to start, uh, maybe pay somebody for a logo pick three fonts that look good together and pick four colors that look good together and say, everything I do is going to be in these three fonts and in these three colors and they, or four colors. And those things will, re those colors reflect and create the, the feeling that I want to create with my brand. Well, and, and I was going to say two things. Number one, um, your, your brand, like, let's say you sold, um, downtown condos in like a big city that brand is going to look totally different right. if you, than you, if you yeah, the colors the font everything the should miami, look complete. if you're in miami selling yep. selling multi-million dollar condos on the beach versus selling uh walk up or brownstones in in new york yes and in each so think about again go back to target consumer location types of houses like what are you selling the most of and then think about, okay, now as I grow, what can also work for other people too? Because that was one thing that I used to, we came up with Think Live B, but I also used Think Downtown for a long time as even an email address. And um, that confused people, you know, like they thought that I only sold in one location. So we, we would have we come to you, but we thought you just sold houses downtown. Yeah. So you want to... Create, again, create a brand that will your target consumers will get and they'll see it and they'll want to work with you, but that also works for other people too. And so, but but you're portraying a feeling, an aesthetic that should appeal to the type of person that would buy the type of home that you're that you're selling, right. or the type of person that would you know, buy in the area you're selling or whatever, right. whatever your, your big vision is for it. And if your vision, in, let's say like your vision is super big and I'm going to sell houses across the world. Well, maybe your brand should be something that would encompass a global 
right thing, you know? So you have to just think about a little bit long term, even if you're not sure where you're going, like think think as big as you can when you're coming up with this stuff yeah, so that you don't end up pigeonholing yourself. And you you also don't want to have to change it. Yeah. Right. That's the other thing too, is is you're gonna spend a lot of time, a lot of sweat equity and a lot of equity, right? Doing all of this stuff, make sure that you're happy with it before you start moving forward. Because when you have to change it, you have to start over, right? Well, like if you have to change the name of your company, you have to change the name of your, or change your logo, especially more, more so the name of the company. But any of those things, those, those are big changes that have to happen. I'll tell you, we have, we have spent years and I think Catherine's been taking advantage of me. What? what uh, building pre-listing packets, buyer packets, listing packets, um, um, buy, sell at the same time packets, sell, buy, uh, sell, buy packets. There's so many packets that are, you know, they're all like 10 pages and, or, or whatever, and have all of the information, but they were all also had old logos that every time we update the logo, all of those things have to be changed. So I have to make sure that I save all of the original documents so I can go back in and quickly pull out an old logo and replace it with a new updated one, knowing that somewhere down the road, it could be five years from now, we decide, you know what, the logo needs a revamp that we can easily and quickly do that and have all of that. So if you hire somebody to do something for you, you need to make sure that you get those original files, whatever that whatever that they were working in, whether it was Illustrator or InDesign, even if you don't have the software to open it so that the next time if that person moves away or they're not doing it anymore, that you have those original files that can be tweaked. And if you can get them to design it in Canva, which is free, that's even better because then you can always get into it and change it. What? And what I was going to I said two things and then I only said one thing, but I was going to go back to Canva. Like it's a great tool. Some um, real estate companies like ours has its own kind of like design center uh, that you can do stuff on, but you could spend hours. So coming back to what you were describing, where like know what you're trying to accomplish and have those those colors and those fonts picked out and then stick to it. Be consistent with it. Don't let like you can go in there and pick a template and it's like, yeah. oh, this looks really cute. But it looks nothing. But like it the looks last nothing thing. like right. what else you've done. So it will save you time to have a brand book for yourself. But so even if you're just a single agent, come up with your brand, come up with your colors and then just do that. Create templates of those things. And I think for a small price in Canva, you can actually build a brand book in in there. Like save you. These are my colors. These are my fonts. These are my logos and stuff. It's a small fee. Does that to, even cost anything? It does. It, it you can. We you can you Look can, it up. Yeah, you, yeah. I'm not sure. I think you can add a couple things, like a couple colors and stuff. But if you really want to build it out, it costs a little bit of money, but not much and stuff. And that's that. It does. It will force you to kind of stay in in your own lane instead of break breaking out. And if you feel like, well, I'm not really liking this stuff anymore, well then that's that's something that you have to actually really think about because there's a reason for that. Well, so um there's there's a book called The Seven Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And one of the things in that book that's like one of the seven habits 
that I try to always remember is that when I have a chance, it, it is faster in the long run to stop and create, you know, in this example, to stop and create a template and a brand book and do that, spend a little bit of time on doing that, and then you have it ready for the next time than it is to just keep trying to do the same thing over and over again. Like it's it's actually faster to stop and spend time on that right? in the long run. And oh, here's another thing too that, that I'm just kind of coming up with. Would, if somebody were to ask me, hey, how should I, what, you know, I don't have any money for a logo. How should I get a logo put together? This is what I would do if I didn't have the, the design skills to really figure it out. And I first, I would not just pay somebody off the street 50 bucks for a logo because you're going to hate it and it's going to be garbage. <laughs> so it's, there's that, that whole thing in, um, what's that, what is that? It's like in judo where you use your, your, you use your, um, your what you don't have as your strength Mm -hmm. so if your name is john smith and your real estate company is going to be john smith realty you are better off finding a font that says everything that you want it to say whether it's a clean crisp font right which is because you you wear a tie and you're and you're super put together or you want something that is more of a something that has more of an italic and a brush written font because you're you're high energy and you and you and 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 you're you're a hustler and that's what you want your logo to say you're whatever that font is you are better off picking a color and a font and typing your name and calling that your logo rather i'm i'm dead serious or or taking or taking your first name your first letter and last letter or first letter of your name and first letter of your last name and putting those together and then writing your name underneath that, then, then getting, going onto an online service and paying $10 for a logo because you're not going to be happy with it. I can guarantee it. And, uh, you're, you can always wait and get the logo put on top of your name. Well, if that's what you're, if, if you, if that's what you're going to do is John Smith realty then you're better off just using that than trying to until you can actually afford a real designer to come up with something for you. Well, I think what what you're describing is like you don't actually know if you're coming up with a logo. Most of the time you don't actually know what you want your logo to look like. And so you're hiring somebody like if you go to a website and like Pat said, if you're paying ten dollars for a logo, um, I mean, you get what you pay for. Right. But the you're you you don't have an idea and you so you talk to a, a designer and you think that they're going to come up with something for you that's going to just be awesome and it's like you're paying ten dollars and they don't know anything about right where all they you know, are all they know is that you're a realtor and so they're going to draw a house i remember but and they I, don't know about your clientele what you want to say or any of the things that we just talked about in the last half hour i won't go into any details or say any names or anything but i remember um, I was on some kind of board and there was a new logo that had been created and it was, it was for something related to real estate and it was just a key. And again, like we have a house as a logo, but there's a, spe- it's a specific house mm-hmm. and there's a reason for and it. And it's the way, and the way it's designed is 
yeah the look of it so this was just a it was just a key like, and like clip art oh i don't know that it was clip art but it was it, it was just underwhelming right well that's what you're going to end up with when you go to a place like that and then you're going to be like well i guess i paid for it i gotta use it <laughs> yeah. or you'll just throw it away and then you wasted ten dollars so i think but what you're saying is that if you don't know what your brand is if you can't put images and words to it then just use your initials and that will be better than paying someone to put a little right. sweep swoopy rooftop on top of your name right so <laughs> that's a, a, absolutely true and i don't know if this is going to help anybody but what i do is when what i ask of my clients when they say oh we want a logo and so that we speak the same aesthetic vocabulary i have them put together a pinterest board um, with logos they like, not logos that are in the same business that they're doing. Like if they were, if it was a, a I was doing a, a logo for a production company or something like that. Don't give me a bunch of production company logos. Just put together this nice Pinterest board with a bunch of stuff you like. Oh, that's a cool logo. Ooh, I like that logo. That's that's cool. I like that. And, and intentionally kind of look around and 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 build up. Take I always give them a week. Take a week and look around whenever you have an extra 10 minutes or you're uh, watching TV and you got your phone at night and put together this big Pinterest l list of all of these photos. And then you kind of stand back and squint at it. And that will kind of if you don't know how to say what your aesthetic vocabulary is. That will show the designer what your aesthetic vocabulary is. And if you hire a good designer, they will be able to look at all of the stuff that you like and know where your head's at and what and what you like, especially if you're talking about not personally, but for your business like that, like this is the vibe and stuff that it's very hard for somebody who's never had to explain what it is they want to some to a designer and for the designer to know what that is. So I always make them do it visually and that really helps. So what you're describing too, like this is about, so over time I feel like your brand becomes more than just um, the logo and what colors. your colors. Yeah. And, and so what I have done before that I think was helpful was like, I, I used to go, look at like if I were to create my own, my own office, like what would I want it to look like and where would I want it to be? And then I would pick pictures and kind of look at different things. And they always were like these quaint little old brick buildings and like a little downtown Main Street with like a cute little sign, you know, yeah. and oil, oil lamp out front. Yeah. And and everything that I'm envisioning and that I'm describing, it's like this is what the brand is is it's the same thing it's like i like older houses i like working in these neighborhoods with the big oak trees and the brick streets so every image everything that i'm thinking of has to look like that or it doesn't work right and so coming up with like think about if you were to go buy a physical building or not buy maybe not buy but lease a physical building like what would you want that office space to look like yeah what colors would you paint it yeah and if you can kind of visualize that, like what would that perfect space, if you had, if money was no object, what would that perfect space look like? That might be kind of what the design of your logo and brand right. should be. Because what we're what we're talking about is it has to be it has to be you, right? If you aren't the type of person who is going to sell 
no matter who isn't going to sell multi-million dollar condos on Miami beach, you know, if that's not your personality and, and stuff, then you, you would, you'd have a really difficult time doing it if that wasn't. And the same is true with the logo. If you do what Catherine just said, that's who you are aesthetically. And it will be natural for you, especially to continue in that direction, especially when you get a, a hold of what it is. Right. It's like anything else. You got to work at it a little bit. So if you build that logo Pinterest board, like I said, and you and you kind of I really like your idea of of kind of pretend you had an office building. Where would it be? What would it look like? And to really go and look at other photos and pull it out, pull images and, and kind of build that. You will start to through all of that, see what your own aesthetic vibe is. And once you can do that and push your logo in that direction, it will be easier for you to continue that. If you go and sit in front of a blank canvas on Canva and just start picking fonts and writing stuff, it's going to feel impossible to do because it's a process yeah. and you have to think about it. You have to dedicate time to it. And if you don't, it's just like anything else. You won't, you won't figure it out. It won't, you won't be able to do it. But you certainly can't depend on a designer. And I don't care if you're paying him $500 or if you're paying him... Uh, or her, $3,000 for a logo. If they don't understand your aesthetic vocabulary and where your head is at and what it is that you want, and you can't explain it to them, you will never get the logo that you want from them. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm speaking as a designer. Yeah. Well, and so other things that I've done is like writing out, like so same kind of exercise, like envisioning it, looking for pictures of other spaces that, convey that vibe that you are looking for and then also writing it out like what does it what does it look like in words um once you've looked at the pictures that's a good exercise oh, that's smart yeah I, i've never like even given that to you because we don't need that yeah. like i don't need to give that to you you get it right. because we've been doing this for so long but i still do it on occasion now i've found myself writing out like what's the culture of our organization because that's part of the brand too. Like, what do we stand for? What does that feel like? Right. From a an agent or a talent search perspective, what does that need to look like? Right. What does that vibe need to be? And that's all new. And and it is. It's all new because we're growing something bigger than just me and a few people. Right. So how do we? How we're do trying we, to? And what you're what we're, well and what we're trying to do is do two things. We're trying to appeal to those people with a new brand of come to join our team, but at the same time, it has to be in the same, live in the same universe as the brand for Think Live Be. Yeah. Right. So it's two, it's, it's got to be able to two, do two things. It's got to appeal to agents and talent to come to the team and at the same time reflect the brand and idea of Think Live Be. Well, and I mean, I think that's, I didn't mean to get into this, but like that's a bigger conversation is like, people that are part of your organization should fit within your right. brand and like what that vibe and that whole thing that feel like they should fit in that world. Right. And so. And you'll, and if you spend the time doing this, it becomes easier to explain it because you've forced yourself to say it out loud. And what I mean, and, and, and when I think of that, like for myself um, and what, what we are, I think of people who are highly professional, detail oriented, but also warm and friendly. And I think like if you look at our website, like I kind of feel like yeah. that's the vibe you get. Yeah. And the logo <laughs> and all of the all of the 
the promotional materials and all of those things. It all kind of fits into that. Yeah, like we're casual. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not like I'm wearing. Yeah, not not Friday casual shorts. beach day or anything. <laughs> Flip yeah. flops, but yeah, but like I'm, I'm just I want to have a friendly relationship with our clients. Right. It's not business suits and boardrooms. Right, in Catherine's in Catherine's uh, made up magical office, <laughs> right? The the furniture and the way it's not leather chairs and a long. No, those squeak long when com- you stand long up. Long conference <laughs> conference table and wood, you know, on the uh, and wood on the on wainscoting and stuff like that. It's oh, like the room that where we were the other day for yeah. our closing. Yeah, <laughs> where there's like library books on the wall. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, it was not library books, encyclopedias. Yeah, <laughs> not that right. It it's like she's got a different aesthetic that grows as she matures and tastes change and so does everything else right so so does our as that happens and our tastes change um luckily we're we we pay attention to design trends and things like that anyway so we're our world is we're always kind of enveloped in those things and it that but that it reflects that i guess so um, I was going to say, so I know what Think Live Be means because we came up with it and it's cute to see like what other, other people, <laughs> what other people think and also have them butcher it. <laughs> think live. No, it's live, think, be. Oh, right. Be, think, live, whatever. Um, But then like. be baby. <laughs> so, but then to watch like as you bring people on and like Kayla's got her little thing where it's like, if you think it and you live it, it will be, yeah, <laughs> which is come. like a cute little version of what it means. Right. And then, but talking about that as you're shifting to grow more than just a real estate team, but an organization where there's other people that can be a part of it, that branding, that thing then shifted to think big, live with purpose and be your best. Right. And so, but see, it all works together. And so people can come on board and if they can, if they can relate to that new, new, uh, kind of definition, if they can relate to that on the, the, I'm looking for a place to, to do, to, yes, to, to be, be my best. Right. Um, and then they might fit in this vibe. That's what I mean by like, right. those people should fit in that organizational culture. That's part of the brand. That's the feeling that people get when they work with you. Right. And that, yeah, I don't know if people are listening all over the country, but there's, this is a silly example, but um, there's a restaurant here called Moe's that is a like a taco. I think that's a franchise, right? It's a franchise, but I don't know if it's all over the country. Yeah, and it's a it's a taco joint, and it's it's got it's got like the font is all big and bubbly, and they <sighs> use bright colors, and it, and you walk in that when you walk in, they all yell. What do they yell? I don't remember because we only because we there only went once. once, and I didn't like that they yelled at me, <laughs> but they yell something like uh like. Welcome to Moe's. Yeah, they, I think they all they all yeah, everyone in the place yells it and stuff. And it's like that's not an accident. Right. That's well, not an accident that in every Moe's you walk into, they all yell that. That's well, and if you are the kind of I you, don't like it. If, wait, and if you are the kind of person who's like, I'm not doing that, then you're not gonna fit in with their culture. Yes. Right. And so that's what we're talking about is fitting in with the culture of and that's part of the brand. Yeah. That's part of that's part of the whole thing. Can I also say, so same thing, Chick-fil-A is a really good example that probably a lot of people have heard of like everywhere at Chick-fil-A. It's, it's uh, my pleasure, right? Oh, is that what they say? My pleasure. No, they say 
It's our pleasure. Have a blessed day. No, right? no, no. They say, they say, um, my pleasure. Oh, okay. Uh, anytime you say, thank you, my pleasure. Oh, okay. Or something like that. I didn't know. I, I might have messed it up. But um, but that's what they say at every location across the entire country. If you go to Chick-fil-A, right. they're going to say the same exact thing to you. And you can't like... You can sometimes feel at Chick-fil-A. This is just as an example. Um, I love Chick-fil-A. It's delicious food, right? Yeah, uh, their politics are not. Uh, let's not get into that. We don't talk politics on our podcast. <laughs> um, but they they have... Uh, their del- politics are bad. Oh, stop it, Pat. <laughs> um, so you go to Chick-fil-A, though, and sometimes like that, that line can feel like a cattle call. You're like waiting for your food and right. all those things. Um, but that's that little, they, they have a really high level of customer service Well, they'll come out to your, your car and take your order. So it feels like you're moving along faster. And then when you, they always ask you when you're in the drive through, do you need any condiments? Now that saves them time because then they can make sure the bag is packed. Right. Yeah. But it also is like, it gives you the chance to say yes or no and make sure that you get what you're looking for. And then you get to the thing and they hand you your food really quickly. And then you say, thank you. And they say, my pleasure. And you're like, that was a pleasure. <laughs> and this food is delicious. Don't give me those fries. <laughs> Don't give me them. Well, they, it, what you're talking, kind of what we're talking about is, is, is working is the, the brand isn't just a logo and just a, uh, a color choice. It's also taking your mission statement and, putting that into the way that the people who work on your team and you kind of present yourself to the world and to your clients. Well, I know. So I always like we have a thing about like we want people to feel like they had a five star experience. Now you hear that everywhere. Right. But what do I define a five star experience? And then that's what I'm going to make sure I'm providing Right. And then I'm going to make sure anybody who's working with me or for me is also providing the same thing. When we yes, that they that the new people that come on board, we don't just tell them, "Hey, we provide a five star service." We tell them what a five star service is, and, and that's what we provide. And it's, it's a different thing. And it's doing what you say you're going to do in the time that you, you said you were going, going to, to do it. it. And that is really, really, really important to me. And so when I work with people, I also make sure they know that all throughout the process. And and then I do what I say I'm going to do. And so at the end of the day, they the the feeling they should get is that I'm really professional. I'm really detail oriented. I did what I said I was going to do and I was really friendly doing it. Right. And then when you look at all of the branding and stuff, that also feels like all of that. Yeah. <laughs> at least that's what I think. You know, I think I, I do think <laughs> it does because that is those ideas and concepts. I understand that that's what you want. And um, that's what I believe as well. And so in designing it, it is always in the back of my head in every aspect of any sort of design. Does this fit? Does this fit with the brand? Yes, it does. Okay, great. Let's move forward. No, this is cool, but this doesn't fit. This isn't right. Well, and I think and, too- and because I know that I can do that, but this is what we're trying to say to the listeners is that you ha- if you don't have that ability, you either have to do it yourself, or excuse me, or you have to hire somebody for it. In which case, either way, you have to either be able to explain it to yourself or explain it to this other person. And the only way that you're going to be able to explain it to yourself or explain it to this other person is to sit down and do the work and figure it out and actually build those boards and write it out and do all of those things and give yourself guidelines 
that's how that's that's the process yeah and then just be consistent with it once you have that right. brand book yeah nothing the, those goes are, those out are your guidelines yeah nothing goes out unless i've cross-referenced it until you memorize does it fit yeah does it look like everything else and that's the other thing like a, it, it's why those big brokerages say you know if you work for for example coldwell banker coldwell banker has all of this stuff done for you already well, it's our, it's our, if you're if you're just not going to create a team name and you're just going to go, you, you use your blue and your white so, and they have well, and, and Keller Williams has that. I as was well. going to say you can go download the brand guidelines for Keller Williams off of the website. Every company has brand guidelines. So if you think you're running a business, why wouldn't you have them too? Right. Standards and expectations for yourself. And so that you can be consistent, but then also at some point, if you're, you're gonna ever going to hire someone, yeah. you have to have that figured out. They have to know because they have to know. Yeah. Right. Otherwise, and 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 that is how you build the, a brand for your company so that, that it stands by it, out, stands out from the rest. Can I right? say one more thing? Yeah. And then we're going to wrap it up. Okay. I think, I feel like we could talk about this for hours, we but um, so one of the things that Kayla started doing that I think is really awesome and shout out to Kayla. <laughs> so uh, one of the things she started doing just on her own one day, you know, just making things better, seeking her best <laughs> is she started adding Think Live Beat to every single email she sends out. So as our ops team, um, whether it's a, related to a transaction or a listing or anytime she's interacting with a client, it's um, whatever the subject e- title is of the email dash think of B every oh, time DocuSign in the, in the subject every time DocuSign is sending out a contract whatever the contract stuff is dash think of B it is building um that that mind share right you, like we talk about uh I'm, I, I'm sure people have heard of this before but like if you try to think of um some sneakers like a, a brand name of, of a sneaker brand you're gonna come up with like two or three that's it yeah. Same thing with any other brand, car brand, whatever, because you're you only have enough mind share for a couple things and you're going to pick the the ones that come to mind or probably the ones you're wearing or that you drive um, and then one or two others or that you've worn or that, you know. Right. So same thing with real estate agents and like real right. estate teams. So how do you build that mind share besides like all the marketing and stuff that you're doing is that when you're actually working with them, mm-hmm. you keep reminding them that it's not Catherine. It's not Kayla. It's think, live, be over and over and over again. Because they're going to meet 50 Catherines. Yep. But they'll never meet another think, live, be. They're going to meet 50 Catherines. They're going to meet a bunch of Carols, a bunch of Kates. And they're going to say, what was that realtor's name again? Yep. In in eight months, especially if you're not doing your job, which is to be doing follow up. Yep. With with your clients the way you're supposed to. Well, and Um, we get busy and that falls off the radar. Right. But if you've built... Um, a brand, they might actually remember what that was. Right. That's why we put it on all of the closing gifts. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. All right. Let's wrap this thing up. Are you ready? Let's yeah. go have some dinner. Yes. All right, Kayla, you better come back next week. This is, <laughs> this is tough with just two people. <laughs> too much talking. No commercial this today. So 
Sorry, no, guys. No, no commercial, no small win. No, maybe we'll do what do you, what do you know next week. No small win? No. I, I, I got to go make dinner. All right. Let's call it a day. Hey, guys, remember to rate and review us on iTunes. It helps new listeners to find us. You can also send questions or stories to us at our website, onseekingthebest.com. You can even leave us a voicemail, and we will play it on the show. Send us a tweet at SeekTheBestPod. And for Kat, Kayla, and myself, thanks for listening, and we'll figure this all out next week. Bye. Adios. <laughs> This has been a Think Live Be production.